0: breathing how did you make it this far in life
1: um inhaler
0: ah there it is iron lung something like that yes
1: i have iron lungs <laughs>
0: oops i hit record welcome everyone uh to another edition of uh, seven days of rock and stone uh our fanspiracy theories uh this week we've got uh, the big lebowski did you uh did you finally find it to watch no, it there, right? No,
1: I, I looked for so long that I, we, I got tired and had to sleep.
0: I know, it seems like the only place you can actually watch it, other than owning the DVD or something like that, is uh, Stars. If you have the yeah. Stars app, and I don't have the Stars app, but I uh, do have it on Plex, so I watched it there.
1: Nice. Um, I have but, seen it a lot, though.
0: Yeah, you've watched it quite a few times. I've watched it a few times. I'm actually a... Um, uh ordained minister in the Church of the Latter day Dude. Nice. Got a sheet and everything. It's pretty cool. But uh yeah, this this uh this week is uh our first season two episode. Uh we've made it to season two. We decided to take a week off last week. And uh now we're gonna uh start up with a little uh little extra tidbit thing. <sighs> this week is the Big Lebowski's um is Donnie just a figment of Walter's shell-shocked imagination? Apparently this theory's been around for a while. Uh, this would be the first time I'm ever hearing it, but after having watched the movie, I kind of get it. Um, and I think the way that we're going to play it, instead of doing a point-counterpoint, because that was a bit confusing and um, a little weird. We're gonna just... No,
1: that one was hard because we were both pro that side. So yeah, it was hard to so maybe we we'll just it.
0: we'll describe uh, the theory, and then we'll decide whether or not uh, as we go through the points, whether or not we're on either side of the thing. So if we're if we're on opposite sides, then we've got some real good content there, and we'll we'll mess around with each other as we go along. So um, this this theory uh, in *The Big Lebowski* um, is that Donnie doesn't exist outside of Walter's mind. Um, there's some evidence to support this theory. Um, let's start with some uh, some interesting ones. So uh, first key piece of evidence is that everyone seems to uh, note is that he doesn't really interact with anyone except for Walter. Now, I'm not sure if that's completely true because there are a few uh exceptions to this. In fact, there are there are about 3 3 or 4, I think it was 3 different times that I saw where it seems as though the dude is responding, but I'll get I'll get to that.
1: Okay. Okay, um,
0: in a second. So, um let's let's move on from that one cuz that one's a bit too big. Let's move on to the next one. The only other bowling team mentioned in the um movie has only two members
1: in the movie. Okay. So So I know that we, we I what know you're that, saying is that, that it would be equal members, so like it wouldn't be a three-person team versus a two-person team.
0: Well, here's the interesting thing is that it seems like all the other bowling teams have four people on it. Because uh, I'm pretty sure the one with Jesus, Quintana, has four. Uh, the one that where Walter pulls a gun on him has four, didn't they? I thought I counted four. I might have made a mistake. But um, I don't remember. The only other one that, they, that gets mentioned apparently only has, like, two members on it. And everyone seems to point to the fact that it's probably just Walter and the dude. I wonder if they, like, take an average and then just put the two averages together or something. Some shit like that. I have no idea. I don't know how that would work.
1: Should ask Sean. He uh, used to do bowling. That's true.
0: That's. I mean, that one's not really a big one for me. I can't really see that one as being key pieces of evidence. But um, uh, the next one, the Corvette owner. We all remember this episode. This is what happens when you when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Corvette section of the Uh, of the movie. (laughs) Uh, So. I forgot what the kid's name is off the top of my head. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Um, so anyway, in the altercation with the Corvette owner, um, he doesn't actually care there's a person uh, in ca- inside the car he's smashing. So the Corvette owner comes up and starts smashing a car while Donnie's inside. Um, and it's like he completely ignores him altogether, like he's not even there. Uh, and you'll also notice that, later, that in the movie, the nihilists that go after him in the fight, they, they also so don't seem to notice Donnie really at all. It's not it's like they don't interact with him at all. So there's a lot about this that where it just seems like the interaction between characters and Donnie is, is just Walter mostly. I would, I would um, pose the problem that Walter actually is every time Donnie says something and he goes, shut the fuck up, Donnie, it's like a tick for him. And everyone just sort of ignores it. Right, Ryan?
1: Uh, I mean, it, it's definitely possible. It, it seems odd, but if I'm not mistaken, didn't the dude receive a phone call about Donnie's death? Like, so, if he was supposed to be dead the whole time, like, why would he receive that call that not, far I'm into the movie? And that's I, late
0: in the movie. I don't remember him receiving a phone call about Donnie's death. I recall them being out in the parking lot where Donnie supposedly has a in quotations, heart attack. And they're both there. But, um, interestingly enough, um, uh, Walter yells man down and the dude guesses that, uh, it sort of it seems like he's confused and it looks like he he's just assuming that Donnie was shot after the, uh, the Nihilists or isn't, it was the Nihilists that were attacking them and they shoot off a gun and yeah. then Walter goes man down because Donnie's on the ground. But the dude seems very confused and he really can't see him, but it seems like he's just playing along because he's the dude. He, he goes with the flow. So it doesn't seem I mean, seem he could have much, been
1: high, too. He could have been very high.
0: They don't really have a funeral for Donnie, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm pretty sure everyone's noticed it because it's a meme at this point, is that the dude, while they're doing the memorial, seems like um, he's just going along with the whole thing. Like he's sort of annoyed that he's there, you get that you get that real big sense that he's just annoyed to be there, because they're not really burying anyone; they're just fucking I around. I mean, I
1: guess, but he could just be annoyed with Walter because Walter's been fucking annoying.
0: I mean, Walter's been fucking annoying the whole time, but this would be the this would be the only time in the movie that I recall him being absolutely annoyed having to go through with all this. Because it seems like that kind of behavior with, with with a man, you would think that eventually he would just let it die since he's killing off his imaginary friend or his imaginary war, war buddy. You would think that at some point it would just end and the dude's just waiting for it because it's so close and it's just taking forever for him. So, I, I mean, I, I can get behind that. That it seems like he's part of some sort of elaborate weird non-existent shell-shocked imagination thing.
1: I mean like it it to me if i was going to say if if he really, you know, didn't exist, wasn't a real person, that it was more like um maybe he just couldn't accept his friend's death and that's why uh you get like him responding to him like he's, you know, still alive. Which one? Are we
0: talking about the dude, or are we talking about Walter?
1: Uh, Walter thinking that that Donnie is still alive, or he's, he's fooled himself into thinking that Donnie is still alive.
0: I mean, you'll notice that a lot, a, a lot of the time when Walter is talking to Donnie, he's not actually looking at him. Like whenever he says "Shut the fuck up, Donnie," he's not really actually looking at him. He's just looking off into the, the distance. So it's like it's in his head. So he's just sort of having his his natural Tourette's tick. Um, no offense to anybody with Tourette's, but I, I know how I've seen how ticks can really affect people's lives, but this is more of a conditioned response to when uh schizo has a an attack. He starts talking out of nowhere to seemingly no one in the middle of nowhere.
1: And this is supposed to be taking place like modern time, right? It's not like. This is like 90s or anything. It's,
0: yeah. This is taking, taking place in the 90s sometime.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's not like, I don't know how PTSD works. I don't know how, like, if you're, you know. Yeah, but I bet you, from... if
0: of anything, well, if this is a v- the Vietnam War, they just sort of let those who were shell-shocked, and or what they called shell-shocked, you know, and now post-traumatic stress disorder, just let them lie. They sort of let them go. They didn't really treat them because they didn't know what to do or how to treat them, or even that they were... In mental distress, they just assumed that it was a natural response to war and and just left it, let it be. So, that's up. I know it, it, that's what they did to the Vietnam vets. They sort of let them go fuck themselves. That's what the government said. Said we forced you to do it. Now go fuck yourself. It's not. It's not cool. I don't condone it. They're, they they had it pretty hard over there in Vietnam for way too long. So let's get back to the 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 fact that the dude does respond to Donnie at some point. Um,
1: yeah, I, I'm like 100% certain he definitely responds to Donnie.
0: There was a, there was a Reddit user who um, goes by the name user Commissioner Valchek who posted against this theory who said the dude does respond to Donnie. He responds to him three times. Um, and, and he... He says that some people can't explain it, but he's come up with some explanations. So let's get into this guy, because it seems like he knows what's going on. This dude seems like he eats, sleeps, and breathes the dude. Yeah, so uh, what
1: the has to say. So uh, Commissioner Valchek
0: says that three times, in fact, uh, that can't be explained by the dude piecing together Walter's half of the conversation. So twice after the car is stolen, um, where are you going, dude? Um, is what Donnie says, and the dude responds, Home, Donnie. Uh, The phone's ringing, dude. And then he says, Thank you, Donnie. And once in the very beginning of their very first conversation, What tied the room together, dude? And he says, My rug. Um, So people also point to the uh, kiss that Jesus blows, but um, that was in the direction of all three of them, and it really means nothing since it's directed at the whole team. Yeah. Um, so he goes on to say that the Coens are very precise in their dialogue, so lines can't be ignored, and even if it was sloppiness or ad-libbing, it's still in the movie, so it still counts. Uh, but, when you watch all three of those responses by the dude, in the parking lot, he is actually walking away from the camera, so we don't see him say anything. So... Uh, in the first alley scene, he has his head down and his hair over his, pa- over his face as he puts in a hair clip. Again, we have no visual evidence that the dude is responding at all. So what this guy thinks is going on is that all of those responses, since they're, we're visually impaired to actually seeing what whether or not the dude is actually responding,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that he is... Uh, Walter is making it up in his head. He's just assuming that, that um the dude is responding to Donnie. So 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 I wait, think... are they saying
1: that the movie's actually in the perspective of Walter?
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to get to. I'm like I think what's happening is that he thinks the movie's happening in Walter's head. So I mean, I'm going to come up with my own conspiracy theory and go a little further that all of this, this movie, is happening inside of Walter's head, and the dude, is who Walter is now after having gone through all of that bullshit in Vietnam. Oh, that's
1: interesting.
0: And Donnie is his, well, is his innocence. And Walter, the actual Walter, is what's happened to him after the war. How he deals. So
1: it's it's a story told inside of someone's head. One man in three parts. Yeah,
0: I think what's happening is it's completely inside of his head, and all three of these men are his um, schizophrenic personalities, and he is completely broken after he went through Vietnam that would make more sense than the whole The Big Lebowski is is Donnie, a figment of everyone's imagination. I think they're all a figment of his imagination. I think the whole fucking story is a figment of his imagination. But I mean, the, that would the, the shocking fit. twist is that he's the dude and Walter isn't really him.
1: That would fit thematically with, like, the stuff the Coen brothers like to do. You know, something that's more... Um oh god what's the word? Uh I- I'll just say non-representational cuz I can't think of the exact term but um
0: really really meta is where, where they like to go with things.
1: Yeah, like uh, maybe met- not maybe not
0: what you were going for but yeah.
1: Allegorical. That's
0: the word I'm That's definitely for. better word than what I said. So don't ignore me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I uh, like they like things to be like big stories about big things. So, um, let's see, I have to look up the list of Coen Brothers movies.
0: Uh, I believe Oh Brother Where Art Thou is one of them. That's definitely allegorical. It's completely based on the Odyssey.
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, So let's see. Uh, We've got True Grit, My Country for Men. Those are produced though. All right. Uh, oh, excuse me. Hail Caesar. That's like a better list. Uh, I haven't seen Hail Caesar. Burn After Reading. I did see that one, but uh, I'll be honest. I didn't focus too much on it because I didn't like it.
0: I didn't watch it because it didn't interest me. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Very allegorical. Five different stories in one. I really liked that movie. Yeah, that was a good one. For those who have not seen it, please go see it. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. That one's, it's a good time.
0: Yeah, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is a good one. Yep. Barton Fink um, is Barton. F- yeah, Barton Fink. Oh, uh,
1: they did a movie, The Tragedy of Macbeth.
0: Fargo, Lady Killers.
1: Oh, Racing Arizona.
0: That yep, that one too.
1: Uh yeah okay so yeah uh, Fargo there you go Fargo um, yeah
0: Fargo's a good example.
1: So these are. These oh, are they did unbroken stories about, uh, like, uh, a major theme in people's lives. Yeah, what movie do you say they did? It's
0: unbroken. I didn't realize they did unbroken. Did you know what that? You know what that movie is, right? I
1: haven't heard of that one. Well, they didn't
0: direct it. Actually, Angelina Jolie directed that one. I didn't know that. They were. Oh, they were the writers. They were the main writers on there. That was the one about um, the war veteran who was captured by the Japanese during World War II. And uh, he was tortured oh. to the point of uh, exhaustion and he still managed to survive somehow.
1: Is it the the soldier that thought the war was still happening? No. No, this one was... Um,
0: this one was uh, an American soldier who was... Captured by the Japanese or the Koreans, I don't really remember which which war he was in. Um, but he was he was tortured to the point where he looked like he was going to drop dead, and they threatened him that he was if he dropped or let go or uh, gave up that they would kill him afterwards.
1: Right, that, I, that's, I mean, yeah, it was. It's a, I mean, I think
0: it's the thing based off a true story, so. In this case, not so much an allegory as a true, um, true thing. But um, it seems, I, you know how you know how Walter is the one who sort of takes control of the situation when um, they get the ransom for yeah. Bunny Lebowski. It makes it makes sense that it that Walter is like the confident one. He's the one that sort of takes charge, whereas the dude would prefer to just get out of the way and just exist. So I'm I'm really leaning towards this whole fanspiracy theory that we've made up on our own, as opposed to the the current one that everyone seems to think is what's going on. Um, and Donnie, I mean, we don't even know what Donnie's last name is.
1: Well, not that that matters in movies, but oh, actually, we do. Um, Theodore Donald Karabatzos.
0: Karabatzos. That's an interesting name, isn't
1: it? It is. I I couldn't place, like what, type of, like uh. uh it sounds maybe like Eastern European. Karabatzos. Greek maybe? I don't know. Search Google for Karabatsos. I mean, isn't um Name Donnie really only around for the like It's Greek, Low yeah. stress situations.
0: Donnie? Yeah, he only yeah. shows up during like the bowling stuff. He did go come with them to the to the Corvette thing. Uh let's see here the Corvette scene. It's interesting, because the Corvette scene has Donnie inside of the Corvette the whole time. Oh, it's Larry, by the way. That's the name of the kid. This yes, your, Larry. Is, is this your <laughs> homework, Larry?
1: <laughs> Larry.
0: But yeah, it's like... Uh, they So Donnie stays behind, whereas the dude and Walter are the ones who go in another another point to to saying that Donnie doesn't exist because why wouldn't he go in with them other than the fact that he's shy and timid so yeah i would i would lean to the fact that in the in the grand scheme of things that uh, uh, donnie is the uh, innocence um d- the dude is his relaxed nature and um how he wants to be and Walter is that monkey on his back who he who he used to be his confidence his uh, aggressiveness
1: the behavior that right. he sort of but wants Walter to forget generally makes things worse yeah he, and he, he wants uh, to forget to fix Walter. Walter's problems usually yeah
0: and then um i don't really know how mod fits into
1: all of this <laughs> personally um well, doesn't her role... Her role seems very, um... Ultimately... Therapeutic. Right? Some, somehow. I guess. In in some way. Uh, sure. Sure. Uh, sure. Because she, um, she's... Even though, like... It puts him in, like, awkward situations... Uh... The dude, like... Generally comes out of those experiences feeling better about things. That's true. I think I,
0: now that I'm starting to think about it, I think what we're getting is we're getting a dose of reality where at the same time we're seeing his, I don't want to call them manic episodes. I want to call them just episodes happen in real time. So when, um, he goes to what's the guy, what's the guy's name where he goes to the big, porn director porn producer oh Uh, i can't remember the character i I don't remember that character's Uh, name so he goes to uh jackie treehorn it's jackie treehorn so he goes to jackie Jackie treehorn's place and um he has some weird friggin um trippy um thing that's him having an episode after he um after he has a sort of an anxiety attack, I'll bet you, because he's sort of dealing with this actual problem that's happening, but it's really all in his head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But gosh darn it, ain't, that ain't the craziest thing.
1: I mean, this is blowing my mind. Like I'd say, this is in
0: interesting an interesting uh, conspiracy theory i wish we had more to talk about here but it seems to me like the evidence is all right there to, to suggest that at some point the dude and walter and donnie were all the same person and now they're split inside of his inside of his head
1: and um i mean that would definitely explain that thing you were saying earlier where like it sounds like the dude is responding to donnie but like he was facing away from the camera, so it's meant there for them all to be the same person. Now that's a
0: good way to to describe it. If if we're going with the fact that Donnie's just the the figment of the imagination, I don't think I don't think that's the case. I think it's easier to explain it as all three of them are um, figments of the dude's imagine uh, of the dude's imagination. The bowling alley. Sort of And the bowling alley is just his, like, mellow area. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where he hangs out in his head and gathers himself while he's having, um, while he's smoking a joint. And everything else is just crazy. So, I mean, that's all I've got for this theory. Uh, I, mean, I, I'm, would, I would very like much like to, to hear what everyone has to say about this one if you agree with us that we've completely come up with a different uh, theory altogether or if you think Donnie is just the figment of the imagination I th- personally choose to believe that the two of them are his, his imagination and um, I think we'll, uh, we'll come up with an even better solution on how we're doing it. we're sort of figuring out this particular uh, series of of uh, podcasts for fan theories, but we're gonna come up with a good one. And then we're gonna be back. Uh so catch this one, uh don't forget to download all of our other ones from season one. And don't forget to uh to chill in. Uh sorry, let me do that again. No worries. Don't forget to catch all of our episodes from, from season one. And uh, keep following us for our Stargate Sundays where we are uh, continuing on. Uh, almost done with season one for that uh, for that series we're getting real close uh, I believe Hathor is the next one that we are going to be doing yes uh, comic book Absolutely. Fridays catch us on those ones we're doing some crazy stuff getting ready for Judgment Day I know Ryan's excited I'm excited <laughs> um, Donnie in the back is oh okay Oh okay. so, it, it, yeah, so most of it yeah I mean Donnie in the back's excited so that's all we needed and then uh, it's it's Wednesday slash not Wednesday. It'll be Wednesday when this podcast goes out, but it's actually it's actually uh, a different day. So catch us again, everybody, for every uh, one of our podcasts. I uh, hope you're enjoying it. I'm gonna keep going, keep shooting out that uh, into the void. See who decides to come back. Um, yeah, listen to our
1: content.
0: <laughs> we're enjoying it. We're enjoying making for you. I hope you're enjoying listening. We'll find out. So um, tweet us back. Let us know what conspiracy theories you enjoy. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter at Seven Days to RSG. That's at the number Seven Days to the number Two RSG. And, and um, Kevin, when are we doing the hero quest? Oh yes, we have to do the hero quest. So we'll see if we can get the guys together for that, and then we'll post a um, we'll post a schedule on our Twitter uh, with the uh, Twitch link for all of you to watch. Uh, so we'll see if we can't set that up for uh, the week of the 20th, or should I say the week of the 19th? The week of the 19th, 20th, whatever. So, alrighty, that's all we got from uh, from Seven Days to Rocket Stone. We wish you seven days to Rock and Stone.
1: Rock and Stone, Guardians. All righty. Chill. Bye bye. We out. Bye. Bye.